Be part of the conversation. Join the Hope Forum in Athens, October 25th and 26th. The only event connecting stakeholders from the West and North of Europe with the Balkans and the Mediterranean. For more information, visit our website at ehealthforum.org. Join us in Athens this October. You're listening to Tech Talk Central. This is Vicky Colavu for Tech Talk Central, and I'm here with Dr. Clemens Auer. We've um, actually interviewed him again in the past. Um, he's Director General for the Ministry of Health in Austria, and he also chairs the eHealth Network, which is the reason I'm here today. I got to sit in in the ninth meeting they had here in Amsterdam, one day before the eHealth Week starts. And, um, well, he's going to talk about that. We've done the interview about um, his own home country, and it was a really interesting interview. Everybody can hear it on SoundCloud. So let's talk about eHealth Network, and let's start with what is its purpose? The purpose is very simply to describe. You know, it is a, a, a network of the competent authorities, of the heads of the competent authorities in the member states which are responsible for the deployment and development of e-health in their respective member states. So that is what it is. It is a, it's a, it's a network which is mentioned in European legislation, which is very interesting because uh, not many of these bodies are mentioned in legislation. Uh, it's mentioned in the cross-border directive, in the so-called cross-border directive, you know, where the European regulation that a European citizen has certain rights uh, when he or she receives uh, uh, health care treatment abroad, also abroad in another member state of the European Union. And e-health is, of course, an intrinsic part of the European strategy, health, health reform strategy. So no wonder that there is also an e-health network. And it works, you know, it is, it is, it develops somehow into the, the body, you know, the decision-making body, uh, uh on e-health, uh, regarding cross-border aspects, of course, no, not national deployment, but, but on the European level, because it has some, yeah, because it's mentioned in the legislation and therefore it has some power. You say it's not national, but, um, now we have to see Europe as a total, the world. So that cross-border border means if my country has its own health strategy and has created its own systems, it's got to be able to connect with the next country I'm traveling. Like today, I'm in, I'm in here in Netherlands and something might happen to me and I might need care. And I guess that's what you're striving for. Exactly. You know, it is, it, it's not about the, the healthcare services in a particular member state, but it is all about that health data is available across the border. You know, we are, we are, we are focusing on the cross-border aspect of e-health. And the cross-border aspect of e-health implies, of course, the aspect of interoperability. And that means we do need, of course, legal regulation. We do need technical interoperability. We need standards, we need formats, we need profiles, we need semantic interoperability to be interoperable on a larger scale. So that's what we are tackling. We are tackling with the boring stuff. 
it's not about it's not about technological innovation you know but we 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 are we are tackling all these these issues oh, for once for another very very important issue is electronic identification authentication authorization as a topic which each and every member state has to tackle by itself because that's a prerequisite to have uh, health data uh, uh, to, to, that's a prerequisite to exchange e-health data, but you have, that's the same issue across border. So, you know, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't work across border data exchange if Austria has an e-identification system mm -hmm. for patients or healthcare provider for, for health data, which is not interoperable with, let's say, Netherlands. Yeah. So, and that's what, that's what, that's our work. You know, we have to sort out these interoperability issues. And so we're doing this in form of recommendation, of framework agreements, of guidelines, etc. One of the most impressive things I heard today, and I think might, you might agree, I don't know, was the multilateral agreement that you're trying to achieve in the interchange of data. I found that impressive. I, I would think that politicians, because I sort of consider you like politicians, um, would take a long time to sort of agree. But I saw leaps today. I, I was impressed. See, exactly. See, there is, of course, national legislation or the national regulation in each and every member state, you know, how to deal with health data if it's a good member state. If it's a not so good member state, they might not even have that. There's, of course, European legislation in, for lots of digital issues, you know, identification, e-signature. Uh, uh, data protection is actually uh, a European, uh, European regulation now. Uh, well, since 2000, actually. But, see, there are, of course, bits and parts of issues are regulated on European level, bits and parts are regulated on the national level, but still there are gaps, and we have to identify that gaps and come up with solutions. And uh, uh, and 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 uh, that's that's a very very challenging question, uh, and uh, it keeps lawyers busy. I think actually uh, Michelle Vosnik uh, from DG. DG. Just, uh, there's all these acronyms. Anyway, um, she mentioned the GDPR, which I consider very bold as yeah. regulation from the EU. And she actually put you, you know, new thoughts and things that you have to consider that are relevant to e-health issues, risk issues. And I, that, that was also interesting. And I suppose that might go for next meetings, I guess. <laughs> yes. See, uh, See, then we are getting now into data protection and, and data regulation, and that's, that's a very, very endless topic, of course. But the thing is, you know, and, and I am as a, as a, as a public official, I have to say that, uh, you know, health data are personal data, uh, or is personal data, and therefore it has the highest level of protection. And I think the protection of personal data is close to human rights. Mm -hmm. And we have to take that very serious. And, um, and, and, and especially in things like health data. So a lot of people in Europe consider that as important. The Scandinavian countries tend not to take that so important because the, the Scandinavians, for many reasons, uh, uh, we can 
you know, we can ask Scandinavians, but they are more relaxed about data protection. But see, in, I'm from a Germanic-speaking country, or a German-speaking country. We have a totally different historical background with data and data protection. Or most former communist countries are very, very keen for, for good and strict data protection. And um, anyway, but this this is and 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 you know the old data protection regulation on the European level, but it was a directive. Now it's a regulation. You know who 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 is able to distinguish that? But that's 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 key. It's now a regulation. Always put uh, health data uh, on a on the highest level, and then we are talking about the derogations. You know. In which circumstances, such circumstances, can you still use and process um, health data? And there are many, and and it's obvious that it's there's some public interest um, uh, to use health data. One is of course uh, uh, interest for 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 the public health, you know, in terms of health security, mm -hmm. uh, of, uh, the fight against health threats. You need data. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and this data has to be exchanged and move fast. You know, if 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 there would be an Ebola crisis, let's say in Marseille, mm -hmm. uh, we would know that probably within 15 minutes in all the uh, health authorities in Europe, because this kind of information has to travel fast. Uh, it's a different issue with health care, or the data deriving from health care. Uh, that's and that's treated differently, but still there is a public interest that in the course of a health care circle, uh, in in the process of continuity of care, especially if there are many many different healthcare providers are involved in that process, it is a pub it is in the public interest that the, the that health data can flow from A to B, from B to C, from C to A, and that the patient also has access to this data. So these are the kind of issues we are working uh, on. So in a national context, it's complicated, but it's not that complicated. If you think about how co much more complicated that gets if several states, countries are involved, yeah. and if you have the cross-border aspect. Well, you're supposed to be seeing the, the big picture, going back and seeing the forest and not looking at the trees like every member state is doing. Um, so there was a lot of topics touched today. First of all, there was 28 member states, if I'm not mistaken, they were all here today. Um, we touched on different topics, but I found very interesting the case studies that were presented by two countries, that was Netherlands and Portugal. Um, I'm going to go back, you know, like your knowledge from Austria. Portugal, like Greece also, going through a crisis, Portugal seems to have made good use of the crisis of the memorandum, all the status it is. And I was, I was amazed by the numbers I heard, like in six months, trying to get 80% of the GPs on, on their system. I found that amazingly impressive, or, um, the Minister of Health requesting stats only a month ago old. I've never heard that of any politician. What's your what's your impression? 
No, I'm I'm always very impressed when I talk to uh, to to our uh, Portuguese colleagues. You know, I think they use the crisis, uh, the economic crisis, very very well in in speeding up this uh, technology. And see, and we had another presentation by the Netherlands. Netherlands had not a political, uh, not, not political, but economic crisis, and they they are struggling. The Netherlands is. You know, many, many years ago, they were very bold and put some uh, draft regulation to Parliament to regulate the, the e-health, so the exchange of health data. And they failed in Parliament, and that's still a shock for the government. So, and uh, But it was also very interesting. So the, the, the Netherlands, you know, make the best out of that situation, you know, this, 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 this shock situation that they failed in Parliament with the, with, with, with the law. With regulation, so they now have a bottom-up approach. You know, they work with healthcare providers, with patient organizations, with patient groups, with health help groups, etc., etc., and they build the ICT platform platforms needed uh, to accelerate uh, the the use of ICT in health. So the the Portugal is doing it totally different. You know, they have a just more or less a central government. They are powerful. The minister can say things, and so it's deployed differently. So two member states, you know, both 10 million people, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 totally, totally different approaches. It's always fascinating to see that. But still, you know, both countries, you know, if we talk about, in, when we talk about cross-border exchange of health data, we have the same issues. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, one of my last questions is um, surveys, asking the people, asking us citizens. I heard some surveys, the Germans seem to have done some survey they, they gave us at today. Um, some other surveys were mentioned. It made me wonder, we did one in Greece actually where we asked um, doctors whether they would give out data anonymously, asking for their patients, and we were surprised that 80% of them were willing to give out the data, private GPs. So wouldn't it be good if the EU had a more holistic uh, approach to this and did a big EU-wide survey what the citizens want? It just might be a dumb idea, but it, it honestly passed my mind. I think, uh, you know, I don't know who, who will be in the position to conduct such as a European-wide survey, probably the European Commission, but, uh, but we do have, you know, we do do this kind of service in our, our, our member states, you know, and the, all the studies I know, and I I'm now in this business for more than 10 years, and I have seen lots of these kind of studies. But they always have one, one truth. The people want that kind of services. It's the, the patients, the citizens, the people want that kind of services. They are concerned about data protection, yes, and I think it's our obligation to, to, to take that serious. The problem with the acceptance of eHealth solution or the exchange of data is mostly with the healthcare providers. But to be honest, five years ago, I would have said that in a, in a much harsher tone. I'm much more softened in, on that issue, on that particular question, because I also see a culture change in the mindsets of healthcare providers. They, sh but say slowly but surely, uh, accept the necessity that health care, health data has to be exchanged and be available. 
uh, and and you know it's it's it, it was never an issue and it is not an issue with with top doctors you know top researchers clinicians they 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 live from exchange of data yeah. it's more an issue for general practitioners uh, and 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 doctors in the outpatient sector but uh, once again i see uh, that there's also a cultural change and that has something to do because most member states and i don't i know that from europe i know that from the united states of america and from canada we all are reforming our ways to deliver primary health care and uh, the time where there is a, a single doctor office which is an isolated entity in the world of healthcare uh, uh, is over. They have to be connected. Uh, so, the, the, you know, a single doctor in, in, in a single doctor office doing alone healthcare services for, for the patients is doing probably a very, very bad job. Okay, so my last question. So what was the most important outcome that you heard today or saw understand from the eHealth Network meeting? See, uh, uh, we, are, we are in the midst of the uh, preparatory process for, for using funds. So um, that's very exciting because it's not a project anymore or a large-scale project or whatever you want to call it. We are now in the world of real deployment of real infrastructure and services. And we have funding available for that. And we are, we are working on our governance structure and in our organization frameworks and, and implementation guidelines, etc. And we are really making progress. It's really good to see that 28 member states, or however how many are participating in that concrete process, are, are capable of getting together, saying, yes, that is the governance model we need to, to, to achieve uh, together uh, uh, progress in deploying um, uh, an infrastructure which is uh, capable of exchanging data across the border. That's fantastic, and I think that's... And, and since we are doing that to the EHS network, it, it, there's, there's now meat on the bone because it's not about fantasy, about pushing clouds, about presenting strategies which never see the reality, because it's now about deploying real stuff, real infrastructure, uh, uh, even with the risk of producing stranded investment, but we are investing real money in real stuff. That was nice. Well, I was here with Dr. Clemens Martinauer. Um, he's chair for the eHealth Network that I was happy to participate, I would like to say. He's also Director General for the Ministry of Health in Austria. Very knowledgeable. I'm sure we'll see him again in the future. Thank you for being with us. Thank you very much for having me. So this is Vicky Kolovu from Tech Talk Central. Bye. You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Be part of the conversation. Join the Health Forum in Athens, October 25th and 26th. The only event connecting stakeholders from the West and North of Europe with the Balkans and the Mediterranean. For more information, visit our website at ehealthforum.org. Join us in Athens this October.